0: Relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people in places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. <laughs> there he is. Hey, buddy. Man, remember the first? Remember the first season when we were all like. Man, that's the best theme song of all time, every time. And then we added Beard's Laugh, and like it made it better. Isn't that weird? When, like, I couldn't like, fathom it getting better and then got better. It did. Like yeah. it, it was like it put you in this thing, and then at the end, you're like, hey, all right.
1: Hey, little, all right. A little, a little happy, a little laughter. It's like
0: when Heinz when figured out to just put the lid upside down. And I don't know how the, they didn't see that one. It was... Yeah. I. No one saw it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And those and are the
1: beautiful did. things, though. The things that hit you deep inside your core where you're like, it was sitting there right in front of us the whole time.
0: It is. It's like that bird joke about uh about only only the driver having... An airbag for the longest time. It's so funny. That joke is so funny. Only the driver had an airbag for a while. <laughs> That's one of the jokes I got really bummed
1: about lately that I listened to. It's uh <laughs> I don't know why I'm going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> but it's the Bill Hicks joke about them taking the president. Yep into a room after the inauguration and, like, showing him a separate camera angle of the grassy knoll yeah. and being like, you play ball games, yeah. motherfucker. And then it's like, oh, that's not true because of Trump. I was really hoping that
0: was true. <laughs> Do you think they would come in and tell... I mean, dude, have you ever heard Jesse Ventura talk about that when he became governor of minnesota and they took him into the basement no you've never heard him talk about it's i don't know it's very interesting he talks about when he became governor they took him in the basement of the capital or whatever in minnesota and there were like 20 something people and that he was like they all want to ask him questions and he was like some of them wouldn't tell him their name or where they were from and all this he was like it was it was like it's some of the creepiest He's ever experienced like that dude's interesting. He's he's going to tell you some things. <laughs> I like that. Well, he gets that he was, it.
1: Yeah. He was in American politics for a very short time and then he's like fuck it, I'm moving to Baja. I'm just getting the hell off That's- of the grid. Um I know things now.
0: Yeah. Can't No, it before. is very much he was a, he was a Navy SEAL, and then he was a professional wrestler, and then he became an actor. He was like, successful at all these things. And now, yeah, and then he learned some stuff, and then he was like, peace, I'm out. Hey, bye Yeah. Mate. Anyway, I bet he smokes good-ass weed. We should. I'd love to smoke fucking weed with Jesse Ventura. So Someone get, get him. Get him if anyone knows him that listens to this podcast, get him this podcast. <laughs> and, and tell him his ass, I'll come down to Baja. We'll come down to Baja and hang out. We can Even cross into Mexico. COVID times, I'll do it. Just we can go to Mexico during COVID.
1: Yeah. No, I see people on the gram
0: doing it right now. I know. I know that's how I knew too. Yeah. What are y'all fucking doing? Um <laughs> You're not going to see Jesse Ventura. Just chill. <laughs> that's that's how that, that you get to the border. Like, what are you doing here? Look, we're gonna smoke a weed with Jesse Ventura. And like, get your asses in here. Get in here. You're the eighth uh, person today. <laughs> hell yeah. Are y'all listening to Grown Local? They've been talking about it. Um, I just like a Southern lady's at the border. Like, come on in here. Come into Mexico if you're going to go smoke some weed with Jesse Ventura. Um uh COVID. So yeah, this is we're not gonna do many more of these. We're gonna move along and get get it going. We're gonna figure out how to uh get we may have to move along to season three. We don't know if we can get back up to Humboldt. We will get back up to Humboldt when when the time allows and the COVID allows. But there's just so much going on. We don't want to bore you with me and Mike just talking about our awesome lives every week when we could be doing cannabis stuff. So, but this week, we're doing another fun stories. They're not boring. They're fun. Last week was fun good. story. I Yeah.
1: St- uh, I still took away moments of that story last week. I was just... <sighs>
0: The girl fucking the dude. I was just like, what? Still, it's layered. Dude, it happened to me 10 something years ago, and I still haven't fully processed it. If we're being honest, it's one of those nights where you're like, that's sensory overload, is what that was. (laughs) was It's one of those, I do think that that day is one of those things where like i think those days define who stays in the business and who doesn't if that makes sense like some people like those days are like this is just nonsense i'm not doing this anymore this is stupid and then other people like me are like man if every day could be like this this would be pretty crazy right I think
1: I'll I'll try and, you know, chase the dragon on this one and find another yeah, much like this. Yes.
0: Yeah, let's always do days like this. <laughs> and you know what? A lot of them were like that. One time a, a club owner tried to fight me and Slee one time. No. And another person. That's true. Ga- that happened. I
1: guarantee you Slee had it coming. Just with a stupid face, and he's just like, oh, "Look at me! I'm sleazy! I'm so <laughs> He really awesome. didn't.
0: He didn't have it coming. He just laughed at something I said. That's all he did. And that dude did not like that.
1: But you know how I what I laughs. said. What, you know how he
0: liked It wasn't even. It wasn't it. God damn! That was one of the funniest fucking days. <laughs> um. And then me, me and Slee just stayed on the sidewalk with these two grown men yelling at each other in front of the NBC studios in Kansas City, Missouri <laughs> at like nine in the morning, like pure rush hour traffic going by. Uh, oh, man, that was fun. That was actually one of the most stone days. Let's just do the thing. <laughs> well, I'll tell the rest of this story. This is a great. I didn't even plan on this. This is great. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, welcome to the best time you've ever gotten high. Man, you got to tell, tell the this. story now. You, Man, I forgot. So in the radio biz, which we are the redheaded stepchild of, that was a teaser, which you did early on. So now everybody's just waiting on bated breath to hear this story.
0: Okay. Yeah. And this was not the story I was even planning on telling, but it is, it's probably better than the story I had. Um, the, the two people that were yelling at each other, are both passed away now. Now that I think about it, that's actually, that's very believable. Uh, Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense. It is not one of those like, well, that's tragic. It's (laughs) like, when you think about it, you're like, yeah, yeah, I can see where life, their life was. Yeah.
1: They're fighting in a better place right now.
0: Oh, they're having fun where, yeah, both those motherfuckers are hanging out. So, Actually, this was like one of those really fun mornings until this happened. Like, it, Slee and I had talked about this. Like, Radio was fun, blah, 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 And we get to this point, and uh, we weren't even stoned or anything yet because we were doing morning radio or whatever. And then dude threatens Slee, and uh, I started laughing when he did it just because the way he did it, I thought he was kidding to hear any... Well, just to hear any grown man say, I'm going to kick your ass is really funny. That's a funny thing to hear a grown man say that out loud.
1: Well, wait, why did Uh, he threaten?
0: Because I, I said, (laughs) okay, there's a lot about that. This would be a whole podcast (laughs) in itself describing these two guys. So anyway, um, the, the guy's a whole character this club owner was like the he was a character in himself and ralphie had already got in to admit that he was on human growth hormone on the radio <laughs> uh, at the radio station we were at before and so ralphie was already like kind of antagonizing him, and we just kind of jumped in on it because we thought it was fun and the guy kind of would say stuff back so it wasn't it didn't seem like anything was out of place. It just seemed like it just everyone was busting balls. And uh and Ralphie kept saying, Hey, when I you used to hire me to MC and you would make me introduce you as local celebrity, blah blah blah. And uh and the guy's like, I never did that. And it sounds it sounds like something that a guy would do for sure. It just <laughs> like it, no one questioned it. As soon as he said I was like, Yeah, that's something he would do, I guarantee you. And then they're asking us to go into the studio. We're walking in to go on air. Like, and, uh, this little old lady, she had to have been like 75, 80. She's walking us in. And I said, I was like, you think they'll introduce me as regional celebrity? <laughs> <Julie Wayne Davis?" laughs> and at least they laughing. Cause it was yeah, funny. It, it was fine. pretty fun. And, uh, and he got so mad at sleep in like a rage that was so fast it didn't make sense and that's what he was like i'm gonna kick your ass sleep and i was i started laughing hard because that was it tickled me to see anyone (laughs) like to see that and he's like i'll fight you billy bobber like he mispronounced my name and that's when i was like oh are you are you serious like like, we're all big dudes, man. This is it. Is, at that time, Ralphie's coming over and he's like kind of laughing. And that, but I think he could see Slee <laughs> and I's face turned where we're like, Are we gonna have to fight this dude? You're then, and then Ralphie just goes, Are you sure you want to fight us three motherfuckers? <laughs> and you could, and like that point, like we're, I push this old lady, not like push, but I like remove her, like a you know, like a big brother situation. Just that kind of like, oh, this is, you need to get out of here. This dude's insane kind of way, but we're <laughs> sweet. Um And then they start talking shit and you could tell dude had realized he's kind of messed up, but he can't turn back. Uh, and After then you we, make
1: a declaration
0: like that. You just
1: got to follow this. it
0: through. And then Ralphie embarrasses him by saying, we're not going to go do the, the segment because of him doing this this and this and he's like can you tell them that and blah 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 and i was just <laughs> like oh man this is like this is crazy and then they go out and we're out on the uh the front lawn and they're yelling at each other and i'm just like this is insane and he was like and at one point he looks at me and he's like and you you I'll hang out with NFL players. You wouldn't talk to NFL players like that. And I was like, <laughs> I do. I do all the time. I was like, that's, they know they can kick the shit out of me. That's why it's funny when I say crazy stuff to them. <laughs> you can see he was just like, and Ralph like, he's <laughs> like, uh, like none of us were like, none of us had like, like we weren't worked up, but he was like going nuts. And then right, and it was like a Tuesday. Like we had flown in like on a weird thing, just Ralphie was being nice to play his club on like a Tuesday, Wednesday, and it was sold out. And so oh yeah, from Colorado. You're right. Yeah, well, I will get to what that in a minute. Um, <laughs> he's like, yeah, we flew from Colorado. I was like, Yeah, we did. Um <coughs> so, <laughs> so then uh so Ralphie's like, we're done. He looks at Slee and he's like, get him in the fucking get us flights. We're going back to Nashville tonight. And I was just kind of like, oh, what? Oh. <laughs> and uh you could see Jude lost his mind then because it was like four sold out shows on like off nights. Oh, like shit. nights that they wouldn't even be open. He sold out. And uh he's just like peace. And then he's like, "No, no," and he's like, "No, we're doing it." And like, so he's on the phone in the in the car, and we're di- I'm driving at this point, <laughs> and uh, uh, Ralphie's right here, and dude is behind us in his Porsche, like high speed. Ch- but we're not high speed; we're just like going back to the hotel. But he's like trying to follow <laughs> us, like we're. And at one point, he's like screaming. He's like trying to call. He's like texting Ralphie's phone and all this stuff. And uh, I was like, do you think do you think he would shoot me? Do you think he's got a gun in his car if I walk back? We're at a red light. If I walk back there and I was like, hey, I'll do the shows for half. Of what <laughs> you <were gonna> play. <laughs> and Ralphie goes, man, if he has a gun, he would fucking shoot you for sure. If you did that, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. He's like that would be <laughs> funny, and then so we can't. He cancels it, and like and then it's just like a mad scramble because sleep booked some flights like fast, and we were like out of there. So I just go pack all my stuff, and I'm in the suite, and Ralphie's packing his shirts that are sleeping bags and shit, <laughs> and uh, we have this bag. It's and this was like at the beginning of legalization. So we had this bag of just, it had been brownies like that you bought at a store. Someone had given us from a dispensary, mm-hmm. but they had been in Ralphie's uh, backpack. So it, it just turned into crumbles, <laughs> just brownie <laughs> crumbles. Um, and here's the thing. They didn't, it was the first batch I had. We, we had gotten a whole of it that didn't taste like weed. It just tasted like a brownie.
1: Nice. I remember
0: that's what we were talking about. Yeah, we were just like, "Whoa, like, this is edible, man! This you can eat." <laughs> yeah, it was like this is like a good brownie. This isn't <laughs> like this is definitely drugs. We were doing a thing. Um, this tastes bad. It's better make us feel cool. Um. So, uh you know there's business going on and stuff and i'm i'm just packed sitting there like my whole thing is done at this point like i have no job all my thing is is just to be like hang that's my whole gig at this point so i'm a bag and i'm just smoking and i'm smoking we're passing it around and while we're passing it around i'm just eating out of this bag (laughs) <laughs> this brownie bag the whole time because I keep getting higher I don't think I'd had breakfast or whatever it was like lunch and I was like uh you know and the adrenaline of everything comes down I was like that's fun I'm just eating it eating it <laughs> and halfway through brownie uh, I, of me doing that Ralphie just goes stop 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 I went what and he's like you've just been eating those brownies and I was like oh no <laughs> And he <laughs> then we got excited because we were like, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and we get in the car, we go to the thing, and I'm just getting spaced. Like when we slee's so gotta take the rental car back, me and Ralphie go through, people are just stopping to talk to him. I'm not hey ha- I'm just getting angry. I'm like, I don't know. Like not even fully understanding why they're. I'm like, why do you want to talk to this fucking motherfucker? I don't understand. Why he's. <laughs> just that kind of like reality is a little twisted. you are like, I, or- I forgot he's like famous and stuff. Like at the time, I was just like, he sucks. Stop it. <laughs> uh, um. And then so he comes back, and I was like, yo, you're gonna have to kind of keep an eye on me, man and he's like what are you talking about and i was like like things are like hard like he didn't understand and then life is complicated right i would just kind of walk off and he had to get me a couple of times he's like oh i see i was like i'm not doing this i'm not doing a bit this is i'm high as balls like crazy high (laughs) and then we get on the plane Sleek so has the back away from us, I do believe. And I, because with Ralphie, you could, you get a whole row, kind of. Uh, he gets <laughs> two seats. And then you And I had the inside seat. And then this gorgeous woman sits, bes- like, right across the row from me, which never happens. It's never, like, the gorgeous woman sits mm-hmm. beside you. You see her, and then you see her walk by. And she sits right down, and the whole time... I could tell she wanted to talk to me, but I am out of my mind stoned that I'm aware of this. And then me being so stoned that I can't do or say or act on anything, but I'm aware of that too. And then that starts making me laugh that I can't say anything (laughs) to her and she really wants me to. (laughs) <laughs> and then that makes me seem in like a bigger weirdo where she's like this guy's just a fucking dickhead. He can tell I want to talk to him. Like we want to talk. And you now he's saying? just like what is this? he's like there's something like a head injury or something. <laughs> so then I was like I'm just going to read I'm just going to read and I'll get through this and I looked down to start reading and I I couldn't and I couldn't I didn't know how to read. And that made me laugh to where I was like cry laughing, but I couldn't <laughs> read. And then just, Ralphie uh, saw me laughing just by my like I wasn't interacting with anyone. <laughs> and Ralphie sees me like cry laughing, like that kind of like we're making no noise. Yeah, yeah. And then he starts laughing. And he's like, those some good goddamn brownies, huh? And I was like, I can't. Rem- I don't remember how to read <laughs> and then he just reaches in his backpack starts eating the bread.
1: <laughs> yeah, I oh, honestly had to, like man. pretty much
0: babysit me and him the rest of the fucking night.
1: That's amazing. yeah, he got paid so- less than
0: anyone
1: too. <laughs> so but then you guys didn't do those shows then.
0: No, we were back in Nashville before sunset, dude. Before the sunset, we were back in Nashville. Wow. And we had, that was a fun, that was a fun night. We were stoned, like, back at his house in Nashville, just me and Celine, just like. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a snow day for idiots, is what it was.
1: We don't have to work, (laughs) yay.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> looking back on it, it would be like, you walked away with how much for from how much money? <laughs> I bet he got a fucking ear beat. I never thought about it from that angle, but I bet his agents and managers and... I mean, the dude did try to fight us, so...
1: It's legit. You guys mercilessly made fun of him, though, so...
0: <sighs> that was a wild one. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's... I mean that's the that's probably the highest i've ever been on edibles probably really without like just another time because i I was going to
1: say the one time that we did a show together at the siren theater somebody just gave you a bag of brownies too and halfway through your set you just pulled them out And just started eating the entire bag. And by the end of your set was, like, like getting every little chrome out of it. And you got pretty fucking high after that. Not that I have to, like, corral you around or anything. Yeah,
0: no, that's what I'm saying. It was... I didn't... I knew how to read that night. (laughs) Another time... I'm trying to think, like... There's, a, there's another edible time and I can't. Go ahead. Edibles yours?
1: have always fucked me up the most. So when we were talking about the best time you've ever gotten high, I was just going to tell the story of my first day here in Eugene um, just because it really oh, was. It's like... So the way that I describe it is it's the first time I actually really got high because like my, I've smoked cannabis my you know since 12 but um when you smoke weed in fucking new jersey it sucks it's not fun it's not good like it's usually bad weed that's like sprayed with raid or something like that but then occasionally we would get good weed that may or may not have come from eugene oregon i don't know how we got it but we would occasionally get it and then you'd smoke that and it would be the best high you ever had, but you were still smoking weed in New Jersey, which none of it is chill. Like, you can't just, like, you're smoking in somebody's basement. You're smoking in, like, a Seven Eleven parking lot. Like, you know, the environment's not cohesive to just chill with some great
0: herb. It's not, it's just I, New Jersey. Especially the parts of New Jersey you were in. Yeah. There are beautiful parts. I've gotten, I've smoked. Yeah, I was gonna say, I've smoked. A, I've smoked some weed on in an octagon house on the Atlantic Ocean. That was pretty dope in New Jersey. Yeah, I that wasn't my lifestyle at the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't know things like that existed.
0: <laughs> but no, I the whole time, I, I every time I'm there, I'm like, New Jersey, huh? Are you sure this is in? <laughs> is this like, though? oh so that's another great
1: story it was bullshit weed at the time but back in those days my family was all house painters and we would paint houses uh on the beach and they were like multi-million dollar houses and we would have to stay in like the little guest shack or whatever but um it would be in the middle of the winter and uh, that we were painting so like it was cold the People in the house weren't there, but I would get to smoke weed and just lay on the beach, and that was pretty amazing. But, to get back to the greatest time I ever got high was um, I got here into town, took the train up from San Francisco. Highly recommend. Beautiful train uh, trip. It's, like, gorgeous. You go through Mount Shasta and shit.
0: If we're being honest, uh, most Amtrak's are dope. If it's you the, get a chance,
1: it's the greatest mystery of my life. Why people like I know it takes fucking forever, but like it's a if you ha- can leisurely travel, it's well worth it. But I get here yeah. to town. The um the train station is right across the street from a vegan all natural place called Morning Glory. So we go there get some food and then uh my cousin who picked me up was like hey man we're gonna go hike the butte and he had this gorgeous Fezdi girl who was like barely wearing any clothing and had an amazing dog so we go and we hike the butte and there's just this beautiful woman with this like majestic dog in front of us on the trail that we're just following up to the top of the butte and then we get to the top of the butte which is By far the most amazing place that I enjoy, you know, especially here in Eugene. When I die, you know, I want my ashes to be spread around the Butte. I think that'd be dope. Um, But we get to the top and it overlooks the entire city. And I'm just there with my cousin. And he just gives us the biggest fucking blunt that I'd seen in a long time. Like it looked like somebody just took a Top Cola nug, a Carmichael nug, and just wrapped it. In rolling papers and I got insanely high and there's just these big beautiful rocks that you can just sit on up there and overlook the valley <laughs> and like I was like, okay, I think I'll stay here and 11 years later, 12 years
0: later, I'm, I'm here <laughs> That's so beautiful, Mike I've Is never it, done that butte, I want to do it I'm telling
1: you, the next time you come up we're all going to do it and we'll get stoned out of our minds on the top. Especially coming from th- New Jersey, nothing looked the way that out here looks comparatively. So it was just like being in a movie or something. Well,
0: like nowhere that. looks like the Northwest. Oh. So like you could just you you can drop New Jersey. Just like <laughs> I moved from Tennessee up to Seattle and was like Whoa, what in fuck? Like, I remember smoking weed, good ass fucking weed. I had this little bong I liked, and we had this window that overlooked Elliott Bay in Seattle. And we had been there like a couple months, and I saw a fucking orca in the Uh, bay. That's when it hit me. I didn't live in Tennessee anymore. I was like, that's (laughs) a fucking whale. It's not a whale, but you know what I mean? It's a like killer whale. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, that's the ocean. That's not a lake. Um, But then it's just the wheat. I think that, yeah. But another edible, this is what I like to call the best flying experience of my entire life. <laughs> uh, I had just done a tour, like a road tour, and... And driven like 24 hours no i drove like 16 hours straight to hang out with my kids and my wife for eight hours but i didn't sleep any of that because i was gonna get on a plane and i had to go to dublin to do this comedy festival I like how I say I had to go to Dublin. I um, had to. Like a dick it. I had to. I was I had fucking to travel internationally. It it was <laughs> fucking I was jacked. But I was like, I also want to see my family, you know what I mean? And uh I had and it's closed now, this cool little dispensary. It's these Asians do trim, they hustled their asses off. I loved them. But they had these Rice Krispie treats that were 250 milligrams, and I had one in my bag. And so I hung out with my family, and I got my, you know, I packed. And I don't know if you've ever been to the international terminal in Los Angeles, but it's nice. It's real nice. uh I've always wondered that, like, because the rest of LAX is not that nice, and I've always been like, man, <laughs> that's not a good entry into America. And you're like, is this it? Is this? But the international terminal, you're like, wow! Yeah, okay, good, good. Give them a good yeah, first a, impression until yeah, they yeah. see, until they, you know, until they get a 100 yards inside past customs and then they'll see what it really is. <laughs> but there's an Unami burger uh in the international terminal. So I go through and I get all my stuff. And my friend had just told me I'll give him a Jake Barker, my buddy. Uh, and and he's, I think he might be in Trinidad now. He's in Colorado. But he's the one who let me in on the, you eat fatty food when you eat edibles and it gets in there. So I just had this information too. Uh, so I, went, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Unami Burger. I'm going to eat that. And then I'm going to eat the, so I did that and I ate it and I ate it. And then, about an hour later, I'm on the flight and I had a first class seat because they were. It was just luck the way they did an. You know how sometimes they'll do an upgrade for like forty dollars, one of those yeah. things. And they announced it, and I just in forty dollars, and I was like, here, <laughs> like throw my money out. Hey, I like, just sit in the big seat. Here's this. Here's it was the papers. like four, $4 thousand dollars, but you were just so stoned, you're like whatever. <laughs> yeah it could have been thank god it wasn't but so i go and i sit down and i'm like stoned do you know but i'm not like i don't feel like crazy like I'm um, so but i had uh a bunch of planet earth the series downloaded on my ipad that's, yeah i knew i was doing i had a plan stuff. motherfuckers. Yeah. so i had to fly from la to Reykjavik, iceland which was like eight and a half hours. And then from Ravik to uh, Dublin was like two and a half or something like that. Uh, On wow air, it doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) Maybe because they're giving out $40 first class seats. Uh, So, but I sit down and I turn on the thing. And as we're taking off, I don't remember fucking anything else. (laughs) As we're landing in Iceland, like we're not as we're landing, we have landed and are taxing. And the lady sitting next to me on the and I'm on the inside, she's on the she's shaking me. And then there's this, there's like a another uh flight attendant, she's like, Is he okay? And I was like, I was just kind of woke up. I was like, Well Jim, what's going <laughs> <laughs> Where's it? I was out for eight and a half hours, like just like I and I guess they might have thought I was dead for a little bit because I didn't move or anything because I was like stoned and like I was that kind of like edible stone, stone and then like exhausted. really exhausted and then probably dehydrated a little bit and then full of just great meat. Just that whole uh, like I he died, he died in the plane and then he he came back. And then planet Earth just
1: keeps playing. Oh, I got repeat. to watch the whole thing on the on the
0: flight back. It was the best. On the flight back, I, I was away. I was like, Oh, this is a long flight. You guys this is... Now,
1: now you could just pull up just random zoology information at any moment because
0: you hypnotize yourself in on there. an edible. It is in there. Or and like honestly, I don't think the trip to, to Dublin takes that long. Like when <laughs> like still in my head, I'm like, ah, going to is easy and is you're like it's either? not it's, it's like <laughs> 16 hours no it's not not if you if you eat a ma- if you eat a magic crispy <laughs> i
1: think you unlock the way in which we can travel
0: space you're like it's that just woman, fats and edibles that's all it is you that's, guys. <laughs> i really that lady looked so relieved when i woke up <laughs> what would you it do? made me look because if if you realize
1: for eight and a half hours you were sitting next to a dead body, though, wouldn't that just <laughs> freak know. you I'm the just... fuck out?
0: <laughs> I think <laughs> I thought mean, he was a lot dead. Of... He
1: is dead. There's
0: like so much going on, I'm sure that she was just like because I did think about it once, like, you know, I got my bearings, I was changing plates and I was I was like drinking coffee and the it, it did make me laugh i was like i bet that i bet they thought i was fucking dead for a while that's so funny because i was stoned still until i got to ireland like i yeah. was i was stoned for like fucking 15 hours from thing because it's way too much 250 milligrams <laughs>
1: yeah there was a kid here working for an extraction company and he ate a thousand milligram edible and he just slept for two days straight like that's all he did it just lasted that long and i was like huh, okay
0: no that's that's the only thing i would like if when we go to australia or something like that i'll i'll do that again it's the perfect way to travel It's or it's time travel is all it is it's like you're just like <laughs> what happened uh, <laughs> eat a big ass Unami burger I don't even go there That's I don't go there unless I'm in that terminal now that's the only time I'll go to Unami burger because I guess subconsciously I'm like man those will knock you out you gotta be careful
1: uh, it gives you a little bit of a flashback you start drooling a little bit like you're gonna sleep for 8 hours straight <laughs>
0: He's like, you guys hear David Attenborough?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The young cheetah.
0: (laughs) When is. uh, I'm trying to think. Like, who's. Who have you smoked a joint with that you were like, wow, that was pretty cool? So, this is my question. What do you say
1: smoked a joint with? Because I don't, I don't know what you mean by. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> this is the vague. Well, I, I was so we're going to have to get into math and the transitive properties. So when I worked at that restaurant in Philadelphia, um, they have what the fuck will, are you talking about? I'm I'm going to explain. We'll get there. Okay. So when a Uh, when I was working at that restaurant in Philadelphia, there was a high-end Chinese food place next door. Um, Every year they have the Wu-Tang dinner where you pay, I think it's like anywhere from 500 to a thousand bucks. And you get to go to this place and have a chef's table, basic, um, like Chinese food dinner. And one or more people from, the Wu-Tang Clan will be there. And you get to have dinner with them. You get to smoke blunts with them. And it's just this, you know, it's an amazing fucking reality to have. But it's this little place in Old City, Philadelphia. And, like, every year it's a different member from Wu-Tang. Sometimes there'll be, like, two of them or something. I'm working at the restaurant next door. Um, <laughs> so uh, they do a meal break. Where, like, in the middle, because it's like an 11-course meal, they take a break in the middle of it, and everybody goes out into the alleyway and smokes weed with the Wu-Tang member that's there that time. Um, This year, it was Raekwon and um so then it was slow at our restaurant so basically the entire kitchen you know when you work in the service industry they would just go back and forth between each restaurant to get drinks on their breaks and stuff like that so they would let us know who was going to be there that night they're like we're taking break at this point so it's just like a group of 20 people standing in this alleyway just everybody smoking blunts and joints together uh and break just there in the middle of the circle talking. So I consider that through the transitive property as I smoked a blunt with Raekwon. I got a picture with him at the end. So I mean, I was just like, hey man, I appreciate you. Man,
0: I I think I I don't think you need to qualify so much. (laughs) Yeah, I got the picture. I'll I'll post the picture. (laughs) Yeah, send it. Post that <laughs> motherfucker. It's me with my big oh, old man. beard days. I remember... Um, I'll tell this last one. And then yeah, we should... Who's the most, we'll who's,
1: who's the most famous person you've smoked weed with? Are you allowed to say? Uh,
0: <sighs> Some... That's... I don't know. I think most of the musicians wouldn't care at all. I think that some of the actors and actresses might be. And that's who I would love to throw under the bus is actors and actresses. (laughs) They're awful. Um, They're not even real people. But... uh, they I mean, if we're being honest. um, (laughs) Shales of human beings. Uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know who the... Nah, nah. Uh,
1: it's more fun when it's me because I don't know anybody famous.
0: Yeah, and then I also—it's weird that people that are my friends that weren't famous when we became friends are famous now. So I don't consider that famous, and they are. And I'm all and I've been rude to them when they get recognized <laughs> too. I'll be like, "What the fuck was that about?" And they're like, "I'm famous, motherfucker!" (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's that's right. uh, Anyway, um, uh, oh, it was the first time I dabbed. Oh yeah, that shit. Woo! I was in Denver, 420 show at the Oriental Theater, and there's a bunch of comics. It's it was a really fun. Running it I think it was no, it wasn't the time. It was the year before the Lucas brothers got too high and couldn't do the show and they bounced. <laughs> uh it was the year before that. Uh but but it was that thing of like you know and you get you guys know, it's like when there's so much weed around that you just kind of can't get high anymore. You're just kinda there. So you're just like, there's no buzz. And I was like, and I'd never really dabbed or anything. And it was about my turn to go uh do my set. And they were like, here, you should dab. And I was like, I'll do it before I go up. And they're like, it'll <laughs> fuck you up. And I was like, good, good. Um, that's what I'm going for. I'm bored as fuck. Um <laughs> flow stage. And then they pulled out the and then they pulled out the torch, and then I was like, What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and and I did it. And then I did another one. I was like, do it again. And they were all like, and everyone cheered. It's all a lot of ego involved too. I was like, I do it again. I'm the man. And I did it. And then I you start sweating a little bit. And that's when I was like, Oh, you guys got me to smoke crack. That's pretty funny. Um <laughs> I was like, I never thought I'd smoke crack, but you guys pretended it was the weed. And that's good. But then I was like, I think they got really amazed because most people fall out when they do that. And like I've said on this before, they don't do that to me. I just get jacked. I just keep going. But I was pretty stoned because in the middle of it, I remember this, that I felt removed from my body and I could watch (laughs) myself to stand up. For a good 30, 45 seconds, I was watching myself. And I was like, oh, this stuff's good. This is good stuff. This is the real this dab stuff. stuff's going to be around. <laughs> That's what I remember thinking. Like, this is going to be around a while.
1: <laughs> well, I remember when dabs first came out, there's videos of just people catching their friends on film passing out after they did a dab. And I was like, oh, is that is that what we're doing right now? <laughs>
0: Well, I did get worried about myself the next day because of everyone's reaction to me not doing that. I was like, "Man, something wrong with it. I, I didn't okay with it. That my body was just. I was just like, I was, it was, <laughs> I was like, man, he's got to cool it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more with cannabis than man now. Me and Slee got more stories. We'll tell you guys." throughout there's so many because just telling those reminded me like four or five other ones all the other stories in your head there's a good kansas city one in there from another time when i was drinking and there was a guy with a bow and arrow remember the bow and arrow guy and he kept trying to impress us and then we knew what he was doing and we wouldn't let him we would and he we just wouldn't show him the the we didn't give him the validation he wanted about being like a professional bow and arrow guy, and he had like and he came down and he he went and got his like stand where it's cut out of who he was with his <laughs> special bow. And I just kept getting drunker and drunker and just being like, I'm not giving this guy, and oh, he's yeah, like, No, I'll I'm never, a professional, man. I make a living doing this. And we're like, Man, you don't. <laughs> I just don't believe that. And he's like, no, I do. And we're like, ah, it just feels like it's something you want to do. And the bartender's loving. He's like, this is funny shit or is This dude's losing his mind. <laughs>
1: tell you more stories on a later adventure of the Grown Local Podcast. <laughs> you coughed right on my thing, dude. I didn't cough.
0: <laughs> I didn't cough at all. <clears throat> I don't know why you slowed. Also, <laughs> I'm doing a radio thing. No, man. you're not. You're not. It sounds, is that what I sound like when I talk about <laughs> weed? Is that how I sound... <laughs> First of all, you slowed your cadence down. It's You gotta speed your cadence up if you're doing a commercial. Com. S- not. not <laughs> God damn, you still do the same gravitas like in a world where love is against the law. Like that kind of shit.
1: Love is against the law sometimes. <sighs> Man.
0: Uh, it's weird that you keep losing your opener spot when we are not <laughs> doing stand-up. <laughs> I get the merch table, right? Do yeah, I got I, the merch you, table? you are at merch. <laughs> you made it to merch. It is the great third man record, <laughs> guys. The less comedy he does, the uh, it is not. Uh, rusty, you guys man. hit us up on Patreon. We're having a lot of fun um, doing some some live smoking a's. You get early access to all the episodes, and we're also it's kicking off. The tents are built. The lights are being put in into the grow. That's the second tier. Mike's teaching me and Justin Lassick. He's at Green Beret. How to grow some no-till organic uh, uh, cannabis, you guys, at your house. And uh, that's, that's what's happening. Love you guys. Grow your own.